0: Welcome to Sundoku Book Club, where we finally get to the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever. I'm Leif Nelson.
1: And I'm Emily Miner.
0: And this week, uh, I am talking about Ghost in the Shell. I do not... So I mistakenly said last time that this was published by Dark Horse. That's not the case. They just had... A, it, I don't know why. I just assumed it was. It was published by Kodansha Comics, um, and it is the manga uh, written, illustrated everything by uh shiro masamune i'm sure i'm horribly butchering that
1: no you got the last name right cool. i don't know about the first but it's masamune
0: okay yep. cool uh and yeah so this is ghost in the shell this is the uh comic book about um scarlett johansson and how she um <laughs> is a cop
1: is it about how charlotte did i say charlotte Charlotte
0: johansson yeah <laughs>
1: What is her first name? You literally just said Scarlet. it. Scarlet. Scarlet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yes. This book is all about s- Charlotte Jones. <laughs> Char- Charlotte. <laughs> uh,
0: no, it's about uh, Major Kusanagi, correct?
1: Believe so. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, or the Major, who is a cyborg um, in the future. I can't remember what year it is. In Japan. Um, and she is a cop and she and her other cyborg slash human cop friends or team deal with problems. Um, and that's really the best way to describe it because each, uh, episode or issue is the right word for comics like this, uh, is about a different problem that, the, the team is dealing with sometimes they're right in the middle of it sometimes it takes sometimes you don't realize that there's a problem and then like at the very end you realize oh there was a super secret thing going on and they and we dealt with it or we didn't deal with it or things like that um it is a very strange book i'm not even gonna get it let me just talk about how i got it and then and then i'll go into the book um I got this for Christmas as many of my books that I'm going to be talking about in the future <laughs> are going to be like, got this for Christmas. Uh, I don't remember when, probably 2016, 2017, something in there. Um, and I think my dad got it for me, um, or my parents jointly got me some books. Um, and this was one of them. Cause I think I'd been talking about either wanting some manga or cyberpunk. I can't remember which one it was, but either way, this is both of those. Um, Maybe I don't know if how punk it is, but it is certainly cyber. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so got it for Christmas. Never touched it. I do remember my second year of grad school. This was one of the books I brought to put on in my like little cubicle desk I had uh, down in the bullpen that and a couple others that i was like hmm i'll maybe i'll read this sometime while i'm here did not read a single one of those (laughs) um it's actually funny i'm actually reading another one of the books that was up there assassin's apprentice which i also got for christmas but i had actually read it before but i was just like oh maybe i'll read it again or something like that and i didn't but now i am rereading it so who knows um yeah i uh had it up there just didn't read it went through uh another house didn't read it and for whatever reason This was one of the ones that I kind of picked out. I actually started reading this before I kind of decided, hey, maybe I should go through Christmas gifts. (laughs) I think I had read um, Stories of Your Life before that, and then I read this. I didn't talk about this in the last episode. It's been many months since I've read both of those books. Like, I probably read Stories of Your Life in January, February, probably read this February, March. Like, it's been a little bit. Um, And so... My memory is a little hazy on this. It was a less so with Ted Chiang because it was like, oh, I can remember specific short stories. Those kind of stick with me. This book is different. <laughs> um, but before I get into how it's different, uh, writing style, let me talk about how it's different. Presentation style. I like to read manga. I like to read a lot of, like, Japanese stuff. I have the... One of the only, like, subscription services I have, besides maybe Spotify, is the Shonen Jump app. (laughs) Mostly to read One Piece and then occasionally binge through some other old, like, Shonen stuff I've never read before. Um, I read all of Naruto, all 700 chapters of it, on my phone. Before I even got my tablet uh, that can read um, stuff like this, I was reading it all on my phone. So... (laughs) But thankfully, most of the shonen stuff, at least, is a little more simpler. I mean, it's for young boys. That's the that's what shonen is. Um, and, and it's very big, obvious stuff that you can read on a phone. This I would not want to read on a phone. It's a little more dense.
1: Detailed? Uh, yes.
0: But, um, but so for those of you who don't know, Japanese uh, reads from right to left. So when you normally buy a book... You read on what would normally in English would be the back cover and work your way from right to left. You have to read the panels the same way. Um, and that's just how it is. It's sounds very difficult, but once you're used to reading comics, it honestly does not take much brain power. I read English comics. I read manga and I also read like webtoons that go up to down. Uh, it's pretty simple to read. This book is not right to left. It is left to right. I am pretty sure that it was just completely mirrored. Everything was mirrored. I didn't really pay attention to whether people are left or right handed, things like that. But it's pretty clear that it was just flipped and then text was put over it. There are some cases where it's clear that like there's been rewriting, Never mind that it's using like English sound effects. But sometimes there's mistakes that are kind of funny <laughs> where like, sometimes you'll see a sign, and it's written in English, and you can tell what it says. And other times, you'll see a sign, and it looks like it's written in gibberish. And I, the first time I saw that, I'm like, that's just backwards. And I used, like, my phone, or I looked in a mirror, I can't remember what, to look at it. And it actually is in English. Like, in the original drawing, it, it, like, I can't remember. There's one that says ambulance, and there's one that says, like, Nippon something. I don't remember what. And it's in English, but it's just they didn't realize it or they I don't know if they flipped it and just thought it was gibberish alien language he had made up or if they knew it was there, forgot about it, or if they just completely missed it, like it was Hmm. just passed over. But yeah, it's kind of funny, like some of the stuff has been rewritten or redrawn to like make sense now that it's been flipped and some things it's like they just missed. It's kind of funny (laughs) seeing that. So yeah, it's, it was a little weird reading that. I didn't even realize until I was like a chapter in, and I was like, wait a second, why am I reading? Am I, like, is this the end? And I went and flipped it around, and I made sure, no, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. But part of my confusion came from, this book is very hard to read. Or at least it's hard for me to read. Like I said, it's pretty dense. There's a lot of information, there's a lot of characters talking, and the way Masamuni writes... He does not take much time to explain the world to you. He, the characters he's writing live in this world and they do not need to explain it to each other. So they don't. And you kind of have to like figure that out. It took me a long while to realize what they were talking about with ghosts, I kind of already knew it's like, oh, it's like your brain. It's like your consciousness is your ghost. But then if they keep talking about it, they also talk about it. They'll mention ghosts in relations to like your morality or like other things. And it's like, oh, is your ghost your sh- your soul? And like all these different like things that you kind of have to just sort of like find out um, through reading it and trying to glean from context clues. What that means. And I think I mentioned before on like one of our very first episodes that that, that I really like that kind of thing. And now I think this kind of proves that there are ways that I don't, it's not even that I don't like it. I still kind of like it, but how that can actually make for a difficult reading experience mm. and actually just kind of like muddy the waters in you understanding what is happening in the thing you're reading. Um, there are, so like, for those of you who don't know, Ghost in the Shell, I already mentioned, follows the Major. Her team of operatives, they work for the state. I don't think it's, ex- I don't remember if it ever explicitly states, but I'm pretty sure they're in Japan. And, yeah. like, um, it's in the future. It is, like I mentioned, cyberpunk, though I'll kind of explain why I don't think it's entirely punk. um, In that it is the future, kind of like, a lot of stuff you kind of expect from that big corporations that are very important one thing that's different the the government is also very powerful like most cyberpunk stuff you read is like corporations have taken control of everything it's like the government barely exists they're kind of like puppet figures and the the corporations are the real powers and in like the uh rpg cyberpunk um that became uh the the video game cyberpunk 2077 corporations will go to war with each other like that's where wars are it's not between different governments it's between businesses who are trying to like get control of the market uh physically and that sort of happens in this but like i said the government is very much a powerful figure um there's a lot of like kind of like political backstabbing going on which kind of contributes to the confusion i have while reading it where they will refer to like minister of such and such like the minister of agriculture or the like security defense person and you'll just never see them or you'll see them for like Mm -hmm. one thing but it's like a lot of people talking about the political in like intricacies that are going on and then but you but you're viewing it almost entirely through the lens of the major and her team who are like a SWAT team like they their purpose is to like deal with things violently um and so there will be i think i'm actually getting this mixed up with one of the episodes we watched um because when you found out i was reading this you kind of talked to me about talked me into like starting to watch the tv show which we've done a little bit i don't we haven't really stuck with it
1: we've watched maybe three episodes and this is making me want to pick it back up. Yeah,
0: and we definitely should. But I was actually hoping you could tell me a little bit about it because for me Ghost in the Show was always something I just sort of knew about. Um I really like the soundtrack from the movie, the uh one of the older animated movies, mm-hmm. but I've never actually seen it. Um it was just something that was on in the background. Was like kind of halfway interested in the live action movie, just never really watched it. Um and then like this is like this book was like my first, like, step into it. But I was hoping you could tell us about... I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, totally. Okay, so I think that there are two older animated movies. I haven't seen either of them. And then, obviously, there's the Scarlet slash Charlotte Johansson <laughs> movie. I haven't seen it that one either, and I don't plan to. Um, But the TV show, the... Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, um, which I believe was just two seasons. Um, I watched when I was pretty young, <laughs> young enough that I feel like maybe it should have, not like I think it impacted me badly. In fact, I think the opposite. But I think if anyone was paying a little bit more attention, right, just on this particular thing, they would have said, maybe... Emily and her younger brother (laughs) should not be watching this at, I don't know how old I was, probably like 12, something like that. Yeah. Um, Well, I
0: do remember in like one of the two episodes we watched, there is a very clear like just ass shot of the major. And it's like, I don't know, it was almost upsetting. It was like, whoa. It's
1: very (laughs) mature. It's super violent Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of boobs and butts
0: yes that very much follows in the comic so
1: but on the other hand like i'm so glad that like no one really questioned it because i (laughs) loved that show growing up um and it really like fed a lot of questions that were already in my head about like like, all these philosophical qu- questions about, mm-hmm. like, what does it mean to be human? And, like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the crux of it. Right. So, it was kind of an intro to, like, a sci-fi thing that I could kind of get into a little bit more at that age. Um, Because in the last episode, you talked about, like, Isaac Asimov. Stuff like that, which I tried to read, and (laughs) I absolutely hated. I just couldn't get into it. But this, I was like, oh, this is interesting, and, like, there's this badass, like, lady robot Mm -hmm. as, like, the head of this, and, like, she's super cool, but also, like, kind of questioning, like, how much of me is human kind of stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. I really liked the show. It it just, Mm -hmm. like, you know kind of like it's kind of got the ball rolling for me it's like <laughs> oh I want I want to like watch and read other things like this yeah kind of the cerebral stuff mm,
0: yeah and like I I cannot stress how cerebral like the comic is because like that's part of the like difficulty some some stuff is not difficult some stuff like um, they're able to communicate um, just by thinking to one another. And that's something that's done in a way that was like, oh, yeah, I understand what's going on. Um, also, when you're communicating like that, you can kind of like control the other person to an extent. The major likes to make people punch themselves in the face, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, I usual, don't remember
1: that. In this usually
0: show. Bato or uh, some person, that, some government official she's not liking or whatever, like that sort of thing. Um, but sometimes the difficulty with the cerebral stuff was, would be like, I just didn't understand what was going on.
1: And I would like to say that often happened to me even watching the show. Uh-huh. Like, I felt like I had to pay really close attention. And even now, like as an adult paying close attention, sometimes I'm like, wait, what? Like what just happened? Right. Or like, what is going on said right now that like... Is clearly understood by s- by some people in the room, but I don't quite get it yet. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah, and so like in one of them, she's like in she's like on some sort of border thing between either she's in Russia or she's on some sort of border between Japan held t- Japanese held territory and Russia. And they're like at some fortress, and she's dealing with another uh, cyborg who um, is like who swaps bodies and they only swap bodies once. And I did not realize it happened. And so like, I thought it was a new character and it wasn't until I think I had been, I was reading the next issue and something like clicked and I'm like, wait a second, flip back. Okay. This is the same person. Things make a little more sense now, but I still don't get it. Like part of it is because of the presentation where, so, like, in that specific issue, it was, like, the body of the one cyborg, like, powered down, and the other one powered up. And that's, like, honestly not that terrible. I think I just wasn't paying close enough attention in that moment. But part of it also comes down to the types of stories that are being told, and it's almost always, like I said, here's a problem. The major and her team deal with it to varying degrees of success. Um, there's a lot of, like, comedy in, like, how the group interacts with each other. I don't remember the names of all of them. Bato is the one I remember. He's got the like cyborg eyes. Um, There's a human who has like no implants whose name I can't remember. He's the newest person on the force. Um, And yeah, like they're just, those interactions are always kind of fun. They always like are kind of poking at each other and that's always interesting, but you're always seeing it through the lens of something's gone down and we're dealing with it. An example I can think of is there's, like, a a sweat farm, was it, sweatshop uh, with, <laughs> yeah, sorry, a, a sweatshop with, like, ch- children working in it, and they're, like, indentured servants, basically. Like, they're paying off debts and things like that. And something goes on. I truly cannot even remember what it was. It's been a while, so I apologize. But something's going on there that they need to deal with. And so they deal with it. And they shoot some guys, they do some stuff, and then they, like, get what's needed. And then they just leave the kids there. Because that's just... Like, even the kid, like, comes up, oh, you've rescued us. And then she, like, lectures him about how you got to make your own way in this world. And she just bounces. And the kid just, like, watches forlornly. And in general, like, the thing I kind of felt, like, as I was kind of, like... I was skimming through the book again, kind of, like, preparing for this thing. It's just, like the major is not a good person and her team does not do good things they deal with the problem that's put in front of them and that's what they do mm. like um that's really all she's concerned with even when like she's being court-martialed at one point for she shoots and kills a subs- suspect for example and like she kind of like goes on the run everything she's doing is for the big quote-unquote like good of I don't know if the government is the right word, but like she's doing it for a reason and she's doing it to get the job done. And it's just very, um, like the way I'm saying it is like, Oh, it's very straightforward. But because of that, there's like plot stuff that we might, that I might think of as like important or something that Masamune does not think is important, or at least just doesn't write about it. Mm. Like, like I said, like, two government officials talking about a third government official for a little bit. And then they're never mentioned again until the very end saying, Oh, so-and-so was arrested at his home. Like that's just a thing. Um, and so, and so that's why I, I kind of said it like, it's not exact. It both is and isn't cyberpunk in my mind in that the characters are not punk in any way. Mm. They are the fascists. Like they are maintaining order, uh, through any means necessary and they really don't care like who gets in the way they like someone like bato or the the mostly human guy the new guy who again whose name is just completely escaping me
1: that's
0: okay uh he they might make a comment about oh it's a shame about something and then the major will say some pithy comment about go you can't like be bothered about that sort of thing but it is cyberpunk in that, like, it's very clear that, like, the system is broken just from the way it's written. Like, characters are just very unhappy. Even, like, kind of comedy relief with, like, the Tachikomas. Uh, or is it Takichoma?
1: Tachikomas.
0: Tachikomas. The, they're, they're, like, so the, all the people ride around in these big robots. And then there are, like, slightly smaller versions. Or maybe the Tachikomas are all the same thing I can't quite remember but they're intelligent and in in the show we watch they have like cute little voices (laughs) and even but I hadn't read seen that but when I was reading it that I did read it as kind of like a even if they're not kids they're very naive like the way they talk about things but they'll also talk about like rising up against their oppressors type of stuff
1: In the book or just in the show? In
0: the book. Like, like they'll talk about how they need to organize, like, I don't think it says unionize or anything like that, but like, oh, we need to, we need to, like, strike for better oil. Like, we want the good, we want the good tasting stuff. (laughs) And, um, like, Bato, like, I think there was, like, a short issue. These issues also very strange. They're not the same length in any way. Some will be, like, five pages and some will be, like, 50 or things like that. Um, I'm not entirely aware of like japanese publication stuff so i I don't know how that like normally works um like american comics these days are almost exclusively like 20 to 30 pages like pretty set Um, but and and there will be like just short moments where like i'm remembering one of the issues they're like hunting someone down in the streets and completely unrelated to the plot Someone throws a Molotov cocktail at the police cruiser and shouts, like, I don't know, freedom or something like that. I can't remember. And it's very clear that, like, there are... So I would say, like, the book itself is cyberpunk, but, like, the characters you're following are not. Mm. Like, they are the establishment. And other people who are sometimes getting caught up and sometimes are just on the side are the punk. And, like that's how it deals with it so it's very interesting that's like cool it's, yeah it, it is pretty cool um uh, w- one of my favorites was um a guy who probably one of the most like in my opinion where the 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 team is the most like sympathetic or like seem like real people who are, who have empathy and things like that was where um there's a guy who doesn't know he's a terrorist he like has a program implanted where he's talking with a dude about his wife and he has to make a phone call or something. And all of a sudden, like, these dude, they swarm him and there's, like, stuff that's going on. I can't remember. But it turns out, whenever he was going to make a phone call, he was actually doing something else. And the guy who was with him in the truck does not exist and his wife and family do not exist. They are part of a program that a terrorist organization put in his brain that made him do things without realizing it. And it's just very interesting. At the end, like they're kind of talking about like, oh, he's gonna need like serious therapy to like
1: uh, yeah. know what's real
0: and what's My not. God. Um like so it's there there are just like really cool things that are happening, but like I said, there are just certain things that kind of like made it difficult for me to like really like bury myself in it. What's also funny is that throughout the book There are two things going on. One, there are like little like asterisks by things that will like give little explanations. And they are not, he's never explaining the thing I really want to be explained. Like someone will mention a chip and like give a, a serial code for it. And there will be a star next to it. And the explanation then is this is why it has this serial number. Like this gun has a 2902 because it was issued in the year 2029. And it's like, okay, that's interesting, but like, I don't care about that. Obviously he does. And then at the end of the book, there's kind of like a glossary of like, it's like annotations from the author saying, oh, this is kind of like things I was thinking about other stuff I was thinking about, and it's almost never the stuff I'm, like, (laughs) curious about, or even after a reread, like, still kind of confused about. It's more like, when I was writing about this, I was really thinking about mushrooms and how they form networks, and, or I was really thinking about how this certain computer technology had just happened when I was writing this in the 80s or yeah, I think it was the 80s when he was writing this. Here's how that kind of, like, affected things. And it's really interesting. But again, like, I when I went to the end and was kind of looking at that, I'm like, wow. So, like, I, I feel like I'm really just missing some key part mm. of this. I've said this before. I would love to take a class about this book. Because I think that I, that would kind of, like, uncover a few things for me. Because um, I, I, the stuff I was just talking to you about, uh, how, like... The characters, the main characters are not punk, but the, like, side characters, like, the the background characters are. I had not thought about till like, just a few minutes ago. Mm. And it's, like, I think I just need to either, like, be immersed in it again to try and, like, really, like, try not to bounce off of it kind of like I did. Because I did like it. I did think that, like, stuff was really... Let me rephrase that. I found a lot of things very interesting. I don't know if I enjoyed reading it. Sure. And I think I could enjoy reading it. And I don't want to like... But the problem is I don't want to have to work for my entertainment. <laughs> so... But when I'm also, taking a class... Also, uh, you,
1: you finished your master's. So how to take a class on the ghost, ghost in the show. <laughs> yeah, that's a... It's a tricky, tricky question. Yeah, right?
0: I'll see if I can uh, sit in something or whatever. <laughs> Hey, are you specifically doing a class on uh, cyberpunk Cyberpunk comics of the 80s in Japan? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, now I'm really looking forward to continue watching it with you because... Okay, so something I don't think I had fully explained. I really don't remember a ton of the plot of the show because it's been so long. I haven't watched it in its mm-hmm. entirety since I was a kid. So... I have no memory of thinking while watching it as a child that oh these main characters are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt that way. Yeah, but now I'm kind of curious as we rewatch it together mm-hmm. if I'll st- if I'll feel differently or if they changed that in the TV show. Mm-hmm so that it would have like a different tone or the characters would have different motivations or things like that so yeah i don't know now i'm just really curious
0: yeah um and the thing i'll say like i know i said that they were fascists but like it's it never presents them as like well that's not true i was gonna say they don't it doesn't present them at heart as heartless sometimes it does Mm -hmm. like I can't tell if the book is just taking a very, like, distant approach to it. It doesn't feel like it's presenting them as the bad guys. It doesn't feel like it's presenting them as bad people, even. It just presents them as they are doing the job. Um, Like,
1: this is their reality. Yeah, and
0: they very much have, like, personalities outside of that. Like, the major, like, has a boyfriend at one point. Or um, she may or may not be queer. I don't know. There's, like, a scene where she's, like, in a hallucinated like virtual reality with two women and like Bato's trying to get control, like contact her. And when he, like, he's like mentally knocking on her door and like, he finally gets in and he's like, Whoa, there's so many women right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> So it's not really clear with that. It doesn't really like go into that. Um, like the, Aaron mentioned this, like the, the show there, there's a lot of TNA in this.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, quite a bit of that um most of the cyborgs are women or most of the cyborgs you're seeing in a uh state where they're being worked on or things like that are women so definitely a lot of male gaze going on
1: in various states of not necessarily undress but uh, oh definitely undress undress, but also um uncovered yeah just like taking apart let's take a look at the
0: chassis (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that sort of thing I don't, yeah, I think one of the episodes we watched had like, um, cyborg geishas mm-hmm. or things like that. And there's definitely that sort of thing going on. It wasn't the same plot exactly, but there's, a, there's a lot of that going on. So, yeah, really interesting. Um, like I said, I'd love to read more or just like know more. Most of the time when I'm for, I'm like, one of the things I'll joke about with Emily after we, I finish a movie or a TV episode is like, oop time to go see what Reddit thinks so <laughs> I can kind of like just see what other people are saying about it or like find a new perspective. For example, The Green Knight, which neither of us particularly liked. Um, me reading people's comments about that and why they did like it kind of like helped me understand. Oh, I don't know, like di- seeing something different about that movie and but the problem is i don't get the same thing out of this the most i will get is like someone asking a question about it mm-hmm. and other people trying to explain it and sometimes that's helpful and sometimes it's not so i don't know i need i need a book club i need people to read this and talk to about so <sighs> if only we had a podcast <laughs> called a book club that could help with this but i don't know i also do think i need some time away yeah. like we have talked about how like i don't like re-watching stuff or at least not rewatching things too soon. Like I can't watch like the Lord of the Rings, maybe one of the things I've rewatched the most and I cannot watch it more than once a year. And I'd like, I sometimes like to go longer than that. Sure. Like I just like some distance from something before I go back into it. So I think I need a little distance, come back into it. Um, And yeah, oh yeah, actually I'm rereading, I think I mentioned this in the last episode or maybe this one, I'm rereading Assassin's Apprentice by Robin Hobb, almost entirely because a few weeks ago, no, months ago, I started to read the beginning of the Wiveship Traders trilogy, which is the sequel trilogy to this one, not really sequel, it's in the same universe and it takes place after, but it's not really like super related, and I was just really into it, I was just like, wow, she's really good. And then I was like, huh, I don't know if I want to read this if I don't completely remember what happened in the previous trilogy, even though they're not directly related. So I set that aside, and I'm going to read, and I'm starting to read this one, and I've read it before, and I'm seeing things I did not see before. Even though I really liked that one, I didn't bounce off it by any means, but I do remember thinking it was a little dense, and I didn't always completely understand what was going on. And this time rereading it, I'm like... Sometimes I'm seeing stuff I didn't see before because, oh, I remember stuff that happened in the future. It's like, oh, this is like kind of like, for I don't know if foreshadowing is the right word, but like, oh, I see kind of like what's going on here that's going to kind of get revealed later. And other times I'm just straight up seeing stuff I just like completely missed. And it's been a good probably 10 years since I've read Assassin's Apprentice. I don't know <laughs> if I need 10 years for this, but I think some time away, a year or two, um
1: now when you talk about time away does that include the show
0: no not at all fantastic i'd I'd be happy to watch the show and kind of like just yes because to me that they're they're different things Right. like Mm -hmm. um there i see like connective tissue like i said the 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 one we watched with like the geishas and things like that it's like oh I, i remember a similar thing in that but it was completely different plots so i i would love to kind of watch and just see, yeah, like, see if I have the same opinion about what's going on. I can already tell you right now, and I don't know if this is kind of, like, just the limitations of, like, animation, there's just nowhere near as many background characters like this one. The The, the art style is almost comedic in many cases. Like, it looks very, I don't want to say kiddish.
1: It almost no, act- it's, like, uh exaggerated or like
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, there'll be, like, here's a... You can't see it, but I'll post some pictures. There's a close-up of the major, and, like, oh, yeah, that's a serious thing. And then right up above, it's like, oh, there's Bato with a stupid f- grin on his face. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, very simple, like, line art. There's no real detail. So it's very, it's got, like, um, it, it's very dense stuff. Like, oh, here's a thing full of ads and things like that. So, I don't know. That's that's that is one <laughs> thing I haven't noticed in the in the TV show and maybe that'll come up later but I don't know. The TV show is in a much cleaner world than the comic book so far. Well, cool. Yeah. Okay, if that is it, I think we are going to say Goodbye for now. Thank you to Velt Punch for the use of their song Fighting Pose from the album His Strange Fighting Pose. Um, check us uh, out on Twitter at SundokuPod. Uh, I'll be posting some images, both of the strange, ooh, left to right, uh, manga <laughs> reading, uh, and, and some of the art style stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think next time I will be talking about, I was looking through my other Christmas collection stuff. Um, and I think the next one I'm going to be reading is a collection of uh, H.P. Lovecraft stories that I'm pretty sure I got the same Christmas as this. Uh, I have read some H.P. Lovecraft. I think I read The Color Out of Space um, and one other, but I can't remember which one. Some Innsmouth one. Um, but this was a, this is like a big book. So I'll be reading some of the, well, all of the stories from that and talking about it. So. Cool. All right. I want to say something else, but... I think that is it. So we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.